Well, hello, everybody, and welcome again to the Weirdly Magical podcast with Jen and Lou. And today we'll be talking about the astrology and numerology and all the other things of the Libra full moon coming up and the energies leading up to that. But a bit of housekeeping first. We have a Patreon, patreon.com forward slash weirdly magical. If you would like to support our podcast for $3 a month, um, we would appreciate it. It just helps us to cover our costs of um, hosting the podcast, etc. We also take questions. Um, We do have a couple that we'll, um, we'll address today weirdly magical podcast at gmail.com if you want to send us your questions um also reviews yes if you like our podcast and enjoy it please go to itunes and leave us a written review if possible even if you don't listen to us on that platform um the more reviews we get on that platform the more visible the podcast uh, becomes so but if you're if your other favorite podcast platform does reviews too, please review us anyway. <laughs> okay, so we'll just introduce ourselves. Jen, do you want to say who you are and why you're here? <laughs> well, you know what I mean. Why I'm here? No, not why. <laughs> why I'm here, here, or here and there. <laughs> who knows? <laughs> I'm Jen, Jen Shen. And I am a an Akashic healer, reader, teacher, and I'm also the creator of the Illuminating Journey Cards and a numerologist. Um, and I guide my clients to connecting to the truth of their soul so they can activate free will. Oh, what else am I supposed to say? Am I done? No, I think that's it. <laughs> And I'm Louise Eddington. I am an astrologer, evolutionary astrologer, and author of two astrology books, Modern Astrology and The Complete Guide to Astrology. If you've um, got either of my books, um, speaking of reviews, I'd love more reviews on Amazon, uh, whether you bought it there or not. Um, um, What else? Oh yeah, I teach classes. I um, have a membership portal that um, I've got an upcoming Venus class. So look for that. But um, I help clients basically get into alignment and to create um, a life they didn't really desire. So, okay. So today we are looking at the full moon in Libra and the energy leading up to it. The full moon is on April the 8th in the UK, April the 7th, um, stateside. It's at 3.35 a.m. London time or universal time on April the 8th. And it's at 18 degrees and 43 minutes of Libra with the sun opposite at 18 degrees and 43 minutes of Aries. We also have Eris at 23 degrees of um, Aries, um, so very close to the sun. And we have an opposition between um, Juno in Libra at 12 degrees and Black Moon Lilith at 12 degrees, which is a very close um, conjunction to the full moon. So it's almost... Kind of like if they were the nodes, this would be an eclipse. So they're very close and it's an, it's a, an almost exact opposition between asteroid Juno and um, Black Moon Lilith. 
So we'll talk about that. But I mean, briefly, I did want to mention, if it's okay, Jen, that we, you know, we're recording this on the new moon in Aries. And in the last episode, I did talk about, you know, Saturn going into Aquarius, which it did on the 21st, and how we'd be having you know, possible shutdown of air travel and things. Well, who could have imagined the shutdowns we are (laughs) shut down with all the uh, social distancing, as they call it, though people are trying to call it physical distancing now. That's very Saturn in Aquarius, um, actually, because Aquarius is social groups and um, basically we're not Um, encouraged to gather in social groups anymore and that increased hugely when Saturn moved into Aquarius we also have um, a big lineup still going on and leading up to this full moon and just after with Jupiter and Pluto and um, Mars is going to meet Saturn at zero Aquarius on March the 31st so we do have some very um big energy leading up to this full moon as the moon waxes to fall from today's new moon as we record this the new moon at four degrees of Aries so I I I just wanted to mention those things we'll kind of cover them as we go um, look at the energy of the full moon and uh, and go over all of this and where we think all of this is going so uh, Jen do you want to talk a little bit about the numbers Sure. Do you want to share oh, the cards? Oh, the cards. Yes, let's do the cards. You do your card first. All right. So I actually pulled two cards. One is a number, which is three. The Illuminating Journey cards have numbers in them, as well as tools and soul portals. So three. So I always see the three as kind of like a key, in a sense, like the top of the key. And um, this is about going within learning to love ourselves, being expressive and, and courageous and curious about what's happening. So kind of bringing in the spirit of our childlike spirit, because we're on an adventure. We don't know what this is. And so the way to be adventurous in, the, you know, we can sit at home and be in fear. And actually we are bound physically. However, we can still be adventurous with what we are allowing in, with our mind, how we do things. This is a very innovative time. And then the second card I pulled was the um, Soul Portal 5. And I think we've had this before, mm-hmm. but I find this very interesting. So for those of you who can't see as a figure, um, say uh, some kind of teacher with a flame, kind of standing on a a ring of petals rose petals and then there's a maze a real maze with the high hedges and a pink beautiful city in the distance um there's the sea and the earth and water and around the the petals is a crow pecking at um what is that uh pomegranate seeds Mm. So I actually find this really interesting given this idea that um, what we, what Lou has just talked about and this full moon and the fact that the Aries uh, new moon today has started us, jump-started us into a new beginning, mm. fiery new beginning. And this is like this adventure, what I was talking about, this idea of being on an adventure. And I'm looking at that figure and it feels like the figure is saying, uh, 
let's go right let's go let's do this let's make these choices and i often talk to people about the word maze and the fact that the word maze and amazing are linked like mm -hmm. this is amazing like to be in the moment we're in and to explore and to really be with the uh the hedges where we can't see ahead and we can't see behind us mm -hmm. and of course the five is all about adventure freedom Mm. It, it, it's, it always seems like a very venusian card to me as well that one because green and pink are the colors of uh, venus and pomegranates of course are related to um to all things like the the female and we're going to have the venus retrograde it's a venus ruled full moon too because venus ruled libra right. so <laughs> i do i think also it's the rise of the female power right the sense mm. of being in uh in in charge like you can't be in control but you can certainly be in charge of the way you, you mm. kind of take the journey right the attitude you bring the willingness to to see things differently to explore in a different mm. way to be present to the moment as opposed to oh i've lost something or i don't know what's ahead and i'm all concerned and anxious mm -hmm. actually um the five the shadow of the five is anxiety so mm -hmm. not trusting oneself or not trusting the divine. So I think that's the other aspect that the Newsian aspect is mm. trust, right? Trusting. Yeah, it is. Which brings me to my card. <laughs> uh, my card is the 11. It's, it's the lust card or the Leo card. Now it's not lust as in um, sexual lust. This is lust for life. This is kind of throwing yourself into it with abandon. And this too is a very... Um, divine feminine card because she's kind of riding the patriarchy it seems to my mind because with all the for those that can't see it she's on a, a what looks like a lion because uh, it's leo but the the head of the lion is the head of kind of all the religious male leaders of um of the patriarchy and she has the snake coming out kind of shining its halo over her head and she's just throwing herself into life and this is traditionally the, the strength card in other tarot decks but this is really saying kind of throw yourself into it take charge of but completely with complete abandon and trust now that doesn't mean you know that you suddenly say all oh, these guidelines that we we're under at the moment are rubbish that doesn't mean throwing caution or you know or whatever the word is to the winds this is find another way to throw yourself into the situation and and make the most of it so well, kind of kind of a very similar message right and i'm just thinking of the three as you say that which has also got those rich red and yellow colors mm -hmm. it's this idea of being true to yourself so within the confines and that kind of matches the maze idea within the confines that you have you're being yeah. confined to home within the rules how can you live with abandon how can you mm -hmm. live with presence and be totally in tune to what's available right yeah mm -hmm. or finding new ways of doing things i've been talking to with my clients a lot about that in my memberships like this week because we had a call and, you know they're all having to adjust how they work really because they can't do a lot of them are you know do in-person services and that's off the table right now so <laughs> right and, and this is a very aquarian energy in terms of mm -hmm. innovating and uh when you were talking earlier about the the this moon 
and the position of uh, Saturn in um, Aquarius. Mm. For me, the way I see it, what I get from the records is this idea that it really is about expanding the horizon of how you work, how you function, mm -hmm. how you do things. So it's letting in this idea like, wow, I can be very creative and I have to mm -hmm. be creative and innovative about how I'm working, how I'm approaching this, as opposed to being oppressed or compressed like oh yeah. somebody's put these confines around me and now i need to just go into the prison and be miserable like yeah you could do that if you want to good or you could learn the lessons of the coming in confine and right and find and a you, new way <laughs> right. remember we're socializing through the internet we're yeah. socializing in different ways so that's very aquarian this idea of being able to still socialize but just not in the same way that we did and that's very freeing. I think to me, that's liberty is like this idea that the old confines have moved away. Like this, mm -hmm. these are the rules. We all have to live by them now for now. And uh, how are we going to uh, kind of find ourselves in those rules? Kind of suits me. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I think we're fortunate because we're ahead of the curve. I do most of my work at home and um, mm -hmm. I, you know, I do classes and uh, readings online so yeah me too me. but even socially um you know I'm a right. well, I'm an introvert. i think i don't know if i'm a what do they call that uh ambivert ambivert yeah right so i can yeah. just stay at home and yeah. doesn't bother at all but we're not alone i mean the illusion that we're alone we're not alone we've got each other we've got the internet we've got all this mm -hmm. uh, all these ways to connect with each other and and you know and we're being forced to use our minds in new ways i think we've talked about it in the mm -hmm. past we have uh, I recall talking about it in the last one it's this idea of opening our mind to being able to do new things or so what could be more mind opening than this like and a lot, you know there's there's other things happening as well a lot more people are going back to reading books and things and you know <laughs> So it's very social like people are yeah. reading books so it's very social because you get connected into a book a story yeah. very social if you're cooking people are cooking or gathering around the family playing games that's mm -hmm. social connection where actually are being forced to go yeah. past uh kind of oh i can just exist in the world and run around and do whatever i want and not uh relate yeah and libra moon isn't that all about relating i mean all about you know, relating all about balance as well and thinking about the other the we this is you know we're all in this one together so <laughs> yeah i find it interesting as well though that you pulled the three and uh do you know and lilith are at 12 degrees which is a three so that opposition's kind of very um right um and that's a an interesting number, I think, you know. I think Venus is at three as well, actually. There we go. She is. And she rules the lead, she rules the uh, full moon. Yeah, she'll be at three Gemini on the, the full moon. Oh, how perfect. Three Gemini. That's just so perfect. Uh, you know, so as far as the numerology, we remember that we are, will be in April for this. So we will be in an eight universal month. And that's pretty exciting because we're in a 20, uh, I mean, a two, what am I saying? 2020, which is a four universal year. 
Now, so it gives us the two, the four, and the eight, and those three are all manifesting numbers. So what we, what we mean by manifesting is about making things real, right? So how do we take our ideas and bring them into form? And with the eight, there's the sense of taking leadership. We're getting into our stride mm. of leadership. What does it look like? So leadership means to me, and this is what I get, is we decide these are my circumstances and this is how I'm going to operate. I'm not going to let somebody else dictate to me. I'm going to decide these are the circumstances. How do I fit in? What do I need to do? Um, and the beauty of the eight is the idea of rising above to see the whole picture as opposed to um, being in it. So mm -hmm. rising above, taking the leadership role for yourself, for your family, for your life, for the situation. What's my role in this situation? And with the four, it allows us to attend to the details. And with the two, allows us to balance and connect so we can actually set boundaries, right? Mm -hmm. Set the boundaries that we are, we have been put in boundaries. And how do we set our own boundaries with it? You know, do we throw up our hands and say, I give up? And, you know, I'm just going to call into bed. And maybe that's what we do. Or... Do you decide, well, I definitely need time alone, especially for people that have a lot busy lives. They're working at home now. Mm. They've got kids. They've got a husband. They've got all this stuff going on. Um, making sure that you uh, prioritize, prioritize <laughs> your own self-care. Like everyone needs a timeout. And I've heard people saying it's pretty funny that we've all been putting time out. And so that's yes, I heard that. because, yes, we've all been putting time out. And this isn't a punishment, it's a growth opportunity. So who are we really when we face ourselves, when we get clear? So, and we have to set boundaries. I say, look, I just need time to myself and this is my time. So being really clear, this is forcing us to set these boundaries, to be more, um, what's the word, verbal with our needs. Yeah. All of this energy. And that's a very female thing, right? It's mm -hmm. this fear of kind of managing your time not by just like doing what other people want but by finding what's right for you and where you meet the other mm. and then as far as the actual numbers for the moon and the sun we have 18 almost 19 so well yeah close to almost 19 but 18 is the number of endings mm. and so this is, I always call it the number of the, the ego is going through a process of death. And so there is a lot of um, energy around that in terms of letting go of what we, mm -hmm. the way it has to be. Like, this is the way it is. Like all of these things, like, yeah, I can just go out. I can go to the dry cleaner. I can you know, mm -hmm. go out to eat, right? you know, have coffee. And I'm like, oh, I can't do that. I've just got to <laughs> sit here, right? <laughs> So exactly. that's kind of the, the ego, the kind of part of us that wants to rebel against um, the obvious is not necessarily what is useful for us. So that nine uh, is uh, really powerful. Mm, definitely. And astrologically, what, you know, um, we've got these two strong oppositions in, in the chart on the full moon. The full moon itself is an opposition, clearly the moon in Libra. Um, um, opposite the sun in Aries and um, I, I find Eris's um, conjunction or five by five degree conjunction to the sun in Aries with her 
role as I see it in this uh, pandemic as of really kind of shaking uh, us completely up you know this whole the whole world <laughs> being shaken up completely but at an individual level on the full moon I because it's in Aries I think it's uh, our our place as an individual in society that's being shaken up totally on this full moon you know we keep hearing you know that it's um we're all in it together we all have to you know follow these guidelines to um reduce excuse me (coughs) the um reduce the virus spread and um, we have to think of the collective and Eris is shaking that up and saying you have you cannot only think of yourself anymore you're thinking of your place in the collective and then um, with Juno and um, Lilith at 12 degrees of Aries and oh sorry Libra and Aries you know again you know Lilith is in Aries saying uh, kind of shake it up she's a bit of the wild card energy you know she is our wild part of ourself and in Aries she's saying release this uh, you know this set way of doing things and then move to that opposite point which is Juno which is basically sacred marriage and in Libra that's the sacred marriage of all of us it's not just you know um the marriage we're in and interestingly as well though i just wanted to say that the juno and moon um con- conjunction in libra is very much on its own in the chart it's holding like a bucket the whole rest of the chart below it and um and that's definitely where we're being um pointed towards i would say um just more and more and i find it interesting that you know the stimulus package that um, is being debated is pretty close to socialism <laughs> it's like it's like we might be forced into that even if people didn't think they wanted it you know in the in america that is um <laughs> you know yeah and, and you know this is the the truth is we are at war right now right mm-hmm. and have been for a while even though we may not be aware of it and um through this revolution, things do change. You know, mm-hmm. they shape up, and also not only are we have this bucket, but we have all of the planets just all jammed together in the first four houses, which are all about our personal life, right? The the internal of our lives, you know, like our body, our finances, our values, our um, our voices, and our uh, family, uh, and our home right all of those things like how we all connecting Mm -hmm. how we are relating to the world so i find that really fascinating like we're being forced to relate to the world and here we are gathering together this force to to kind of create this so-called socialism or social safety net Mm -hmm. which uh, then alters how we look so we're not grubbing it's me it's me it's me but it's like oh I'm safe enough. I can actually be generous with who mm-hmm. I am and, and generous to others. That's but the, the good of the whole, not just right. Yeah. See, that's the missing link. When you don't have a safety net. You're thinking, well, I need this for me. And now mm-hmm. when you have a safety net, which is what a lot of these other countries have, then people are more willing to work together because they know that they have their needs met, their mm-hmm. safety, their health, all of those four houses we're talking about 
their their ability to connect, communicate, and have um, and be in safety is mm-hmm. so important. The other thing I was actually thinking that's kind of interesting came to my mind. Probably the record keepers they're like dropping little things <laughs> in my head all the time. But um, what I I'm looking at when you were talking about Eris is like it feels like this is one of those Trojan horse things, mm-hmm. right? The virus, right? It's that moment when the virus comes in like the Trojan horse into the, um, and I'm just remembering now, Trojan, didn't they have a virus, the Trojan vi- virus in the first, yeah. one of yeah. the early It was a computer. Computer viruses, yeah. right, right. That's yeah. Kind of, but that is that, right, that Trojan horse energy. Here's the virus. It's, it's right in our midst. We can't get away from it. Mm-hmm. Like we have to do all these things, not only because we're, um, trying to do it for the collective, but just for ourselves, our families, the people we care about. It's like, oh, we have to be responsible uh, citizens. And that's bringing us closer and closer to more of the Aquarian uh, way of thinking. So that's fascinating, right? And yeah. it is the two female. I mean, it's so funny that we have um, all these female energies drawing us, mm-hmm. like drawing us up into this place. And and Juno is, of course, the protector of the females. So standing up for mm. the rights of those that... Women and children, really, wasn't it? Right. Yes. Women yeah. and children. And, uh, and, and um, Lilith, I mean, this, when you go back into her story, right, with the, the whole the idea of being the snake, mm-hmm. the one that has been maligned, right, like pushed to the side and said, your passion like makes me think of your card right that you got the last right Mm -hmm. your passion for living your love of life is no good we're going to just squash you we're going to turn you into something else we're going to talk about you as if you're evil and wrong and dark and bad so nobody will want to embrace that and now she's like going yeah let's let's you know kind of unbutton ourselves from all of that uh thinking because to go forward now we're going to need that passion right Mm, we are and passion not just for ourselves again as we said and i find it interesting too that venus the ruler of the the moon and by the way the moon in libra is pulling our emotions towards this justice harmony social um net not social justice as in you know gay rights not that kind of thing um it's just this is even bigger than that uh this full moon but the the uh, planet that rules the moon or that rules Libra is, is Venus. And she is in um, Gemini, which is also a, a sign of the other. <laughs> you know, It's also a sign of taking in information. It's the sign of twins. So it's, it's again, it's not about thinking about just me, me, me. There's so much of that in this. I, um, I've just noticed, Jen, that um, Mars and Uranus will be square on oh, the full moon. It's <laughs> that really <laughs> So it does have a bit of a shocking element to this. <laughs> you know, the markets, um, I'm sure people want to know about sort of stuff like that, but... Um, um venus you know it was predicted when uranus moved into taurus that there would be uh, problems in the stock markets and things and we're clearly seeing that and um it's been dropping and um i do think that it's going to go further and this mars um uranus square 
Mars in Aquarius, which is Uranus ruled, is squaring the ruler of Aquarius, Uranus in Taurus, which is another Venus ruled sign and tends and tends to be associated with money and finances. Um, you know, I'm, I'm not trying to be alarmist. I think probably we've all come to realize that uh, this is really the the death of um, unfettered capitalism as we've known it. And that's probably a good thing. <laughs> and I do think that it's going to drop further. And this is uh, one of the indicators. So. Right. I mean, I think there's many indicators. Um, and one is in this idea of, uh, you know, Mars is very passionate. So mm. I think we talked about that last time. I remember we talked a bit about Mars, who's playing such an important role right now because um, uh, of the fire energy that he brings, the passion, the awakening, right? And this uh, energy of awakening to what will bring us into balance, right? Mm -hmm. And um, this idea of being connected to the ethers, that's very interesting, the idea of Mars being connected, using like our energy being connected to this greater energy, the energy of the people, of the, um, of what would balance things out, the earth, everything, right? It's not mm -hmm. just us, but the scales that need to balance of us um kind of being savagely using uh resources as if there's no tomorrow right like there's nothing to worry about it's more it's more it's excess like more and more excess mm -hmm. and now being um kind of that fire is burning out it's like yeah yeah you know, contracting everything needs to shift uh and be contained in a new way and and so this idea of just doing whatever you want yes yeah. uh, you know it's it's very interesting if you look at the way that how the stock market, et cetera, and all of these kind of money things work is this idea of um, kind of tipping the boat, right? You do this thing and then everyone runs to one side and yeah. made a bunch of money, you know, know. So it's very controlled, right? And contrived, mm -hmm. uh, but it's just these, how, I don't know how many people on the top that are maneuvering and managing all of Not this. Not many. <laughs> Right, but whatever, say it's a hundred people, say it's a thousand yeah. people, I don't know, but whatever, it's there, are, we're all in the boat, like the Titanic, and they're doing something, and then we're all running to one side, and then, mm. you know, you know, and, and it's like, oh, they're controlling us, but then they are being in controlled in, in yeah. turn, right? So um, just if we can step back, this is part of that eight, step back, and not get so emotionally... Um, caught up in the idea mm -hmm. that my wealth or my worthiness uh, or my money is tied. Yeah. Right. Because, you know, you, you know, if this monetary system adjusts and it needs an adjustment because we've been talking about this for the last, you know, the last time they had the adjustment was in 2008 and, um, we live in cycles, you know, our world uh -huh. is about cycles. But you think like, oh, it's gonna keep going up and people were talking about, wow, it's so great, I'm making so much money. And I'm like, but when is, what's gonna happen when it corrects? Oh, and, you're only, and you're only making money if you have stocks. <laughs> right, right. And, and so it's like, yeah, so we gotta find something because in fact, you know, the interesting thing about something like stocks is it's an illusion, right? Mm -hmm. You don't actually have anything, it's yeah. an illusion. And that's, and perhaps this is what this whole Saturn 
issue in Aquarius is about is about dispelling our illusions, like getting real mm -hmm. about what we're what we're working with, because it does uh, give an, an advantage to those that are not necessarily thinking about everyone. Uh, and also, or, uh, I, I, another thing about the Mars um, Uranus square that's approaching is that there's talk of a digital currency, like in the stimulus package. So that was kind of predicted as well. And now everything's happening at a, it's kind of being forced on us at a fast rate to, to make these changes, not to, you know. <laughs> right. When we're entering a radical time, you're going to have radical things to change mm -hmm. us because as humans, we're not, we're not that keen to change, right? No, we're not keen to take these, these deep journeys, these underground journeys where we have to meet our, um, uh, our darker shadows etc so mm. uh, yeah it's very interesting i had uh, a friend on facebook who uh, was complaining that a lot of stores are, are saying they refuse to take cash because it's dirty it's got germs on it and um and my daughter works in a place um that's deemed essential because it's papa murphy's pizza and they've stopped taking cash and i'm going well i'm glad and she's going well it penalizes the poor and I'm going to say, you want my daughter to get sick because of having to touch hands, handle the cash, hand the change back over and things. That's probably, it could be the death of cash, to be honest. Right. Well, you know, one of the the, <laughs> the kind of disadvantages, shall I say, for me, when you say death of cash, and I'm not saying that it isn't possible, is the fact that that's part of the Aquarian energy is that um, the authoritarian that everyone knows where mm -hmm. you are right mm -hmm. that, um, that whole big brother energy is when you're using cards there's no and um, you know you're not anonymous right there's no um, unless you just buy a prepaid debit card and don't have it tied to anything <laughs> I suppose you could do that that's true but uh well, anyway, that's just, yeah. it's just, I'm just bringing it up because we've got to Oh, no, I know. No, it is a downside. Right. Well, it's the balance of this is what we're going to, and this will be yeah. what it is for a while, but then there'll be adjustments. Um, oh, yeah. I, I'm not even sure what's going to happen with the money. I kind of feel like we're going That's to why I said it could be the death of cash. Right, yeah. right. And, you know, I'm sure they are going to, you know, there are people like, oh, I can make money in the uh, invisible money world. So yeah. let's do that, right? And I'm sure that will be fine, right? And it'll work. And But as we move more into tribes, we could uh, find other ways. You know, people will always, and I think as we work and we go more to the land, there will be the mm -hmm. idea that maybe people want to have an exchange that they can, you know, touch I think Mars, that Mars square Uranus is really huge actually on this woman. Talking of the land, you mentioned that. I feel, I see, and I've been talking about this for months and I think we've discussed it before as well. You know, the return to kind of little small holding kind of things or community gardens, um, allotments, that kind of thing. And it's kind of funny with all this happening, uh, people have mentioned lasagna gardening to me look it up it's really interesting even things seems like something even I could do and I'm not a gardener because <laughs> there's no digging involved um <laughs> and um and hydroponics people and um other kinds of um 
sustainable kind of grow your own food things that are that you're more able to do in smaller spaces and um and if you're not somebody who wants to be out in a big space of garden all the time or you just don't have that so these all these things are shifting that uranus in taurus i i don't know why i didn't mean pie that mars will square it before we started (laughs) these things pop out at you sometimes right but it's huge you know it's a huge shift because this is the part like this is the the physical energy the mars is bringing in the Mm. uh, energy into the um into our realm like we are being motivated everyone's kind Mm. of being pushed by this fire to create something new because that's what uranus wants right wants Mm -hmm. new rules new new foundations and mars is the pioneer really so start something new (laughs) very much or what you're doing now to shift like just be open to the idea that maybe what you think you're doing is not what you're doing and i think Mm -hmm. it's very interesting this whole virus thing that has you know the idea of you know, when you talk about virus, things going viral, the the, mm-hmm. the way that this tiny invisible thing is impacting us and, and creating all of this. Uh, but also the idea that maybe the ideas that we thought were never possible are possible, right? Mm-hmm. Like people have said, we could never work at home. I know. Wow. Now everybody's working <laughs> Like, it doesn't matter whether you've said we couldn't, here we are, we're doing it, right? Just like you were talking about this whole stimulus package, which I find that's funny, stimulus and more sexual, right? It's very sexual. (laughs) (laughs) The passion of (laughs) getting into this idea that what is possible, like Mm -hmm. what else or how else could I approach it? Now we've got all these things that people are going... How do I make these smaller factories? How can I start getting together and sewing masks? Or it doesn't matter what it is. It could be something yes. else that you know is missing and you can see from your tribe or your group. This is the time when we have nothing to lose because like all mm-hmm. oh, the money's spiraling away or whatever it's doing. Uh, all the rules are out the window, except for the rules yeah. of, you know, you know, domicile rules. Yeah. So it really is uh, very fascinating that we can expand our energy mm-hmm. into this place. Uh, and I didn't mention, but I think this is also pretty fascinating that it's an, the 8th of April. And April is a four month mm-hmm. and this is an eight day. Uh, so we have an, the duplicate of the four and the eight that mm-hmm. I talked about, like, you know, this desire to make something real from ideas you know take Mm -hmm. that leadership take that kind of push through obstacles like you know just because there's an obstacle doesn't mean that we can't get through it and not think like the way we did that it's impossible like look we thought all these things were impossible and now they're possible quite easily right all it took was a little virus you know all the, all the all the uh, proponents of modern monetary theory are laughing their socks off. They're going, now you're finding out what it means. <laughs> 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 the money's available if you want it to be. <laughs> right. And so it's that, like you are being freed. Like before we've had to do things like people around, and I know I've said the same thing, oh, I have to stay in my job. I have to do it because I need to mm. earn it. And I'm trapped. Now you're like, well, I guess you're not trapped anymore. So what yeah. are you going to do, right? Yeah. You have to start thinking for yourself. You have to take responsibility for your own um, 
existence. I mean, what if we all did get a universal income? Are we just going to sit around or are we actually going to do something with mm. this energy we've been given? You know, are we going to connect and build and create? That's uh, not denying that you can't do that at the moment if we're <laughs> under the restriction. Oh, well, you can, you can do something from home, but you know, we're not meaning to diminish anybody that's out of work and finding no. it hard to pay their rent. <laughs> not at all. That's not at all yeah. what I'm saying. Cause yeah, I really yeah. feel compassion. It's really hard. That's one of the things that I feel that is kind of hit me. And I think a lot of people, mm. the hardest is this idea. This is real, right? Yeah. That we, uh, the tangible that we have trusted and all these people that are working in service jobs, mm-hmm. um, you know, and it impacts us too because of our clients, etc. Yeah. Um, Nobody's booking astrology readings right now because right. they've got no money. Right. So. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so it really is a big problem in terms of, but to be okay with, to sit with the fear and the energy that you have and to choose, mm. you know, do I want to stay with fear? Because one of the things about fear uh, oh, that's okay. so fascinating is it just expands like whatever you focus on expands and the more you mm. kind of communicate and go into fear the greater the fear becomes and the more paralyzed you are so um, but the overall the solution need, i right? think we're, talk, we're talking more in the collective kind exactly. of thing. exactly we're talking yes. in the bigger picture yeah. not the immediate but you actually must take care of your own needs but some mm-hmm. of the things we talk about you know taking care of yourself so you can build your immune system, build your strength. So you can come to that place mm-hmm. where I'm not overwhelmed. I'm not exhausted. My mind is now bringing me innovation. So that's, you know, that's the time, the spring energy of all of that. And it is sometimes uh, how you look at things too. We, we were in the line close to, not next to <laughs> a young lady at Trader Joe's and and right. she was saying she'd been, you know, she's out of work because she's a server. And uh, but her boyfriend's uh, working extra days, and she's making sure he has a good cooked meal every night. You know, not everybody's got in a partnership, but there are ways to help each other and balance it all out. You know. <laughs> and so this is it. If you're at the, it's like thinking about that uh, Tito Toto. Is that what you call it? Yeah. Uh, thinking about that, like if you're at the bottom. Maybe you've got to ask somebody for help, right? Mm-hmm. Who can you ask? Who can you look to, to for help? And if you're at the top, same thing. Who can you help or assist so mm-hmm. that we become more in balance? That so we're not, you know, it's not all haves and have nots. This is the thing that really, I think, is the most shocking of all that has mm-hmm. impacted uh, everywhere is people beginning to realize, especially in this country, in the USA, realizing how bad we are with no social net oh and and how um it's it's revealing all of this is revealing the utter shadow of the elites you know with with this pluto Aries square which is very active in this um full moon we're heading towards the second exact um square second of five that will be on june the 14th i was thinking of bezos i don't know if you saw but he's putting out a call for um, people to donate to those who are out of work in, oh, yeah, at Whole Foods. All his and billions. And he's take, got billions, you know, yeah. He can't take a million and distribute it amongst these people he wants us. Yeah. We buy all the stuff from them. And he wanted people to donate their time off to people who are off sick. I know, it's, but it's just showing how awful these people are. 
<laughs> well, I mean, I don't know. I don't want to say they're awful. I no. think that we have to stay there out of touch. <laughs> yeah. No, but I just want to, from you know, just clarify in terms of uh, they are out of touch with reality, and they. But yeah. you know, just how fascinating they are in fear of losing their beliefs. Yes. You know, yeah. this is that Scrooge thing. Yeah, I got all this money, and I'm going to keep all my money, and even. Bloomberg, he had he had hired all those staff for his um, presidential run, and told them they'd be paid through November, or even if he withdrew. And he's just laid them all off, just without any health insurance now. The, but it's just the, energetically, it's just revealing the rot more and more. <laughs> and I think what's really kind of funny, you know, I use the word funny, but it's kind of like. Uh, Ironic, funny. Yes, ironic, yeah. funny. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know, all these people, like you know, the the USA president, right? He's mm-hmm. manipulated all these people. He's bullied. I think our society is just based on this bully system that the bullies rule, and that's what's mm-hmm. what it's been, right? The bullies have ruled, and they've compressed and suppressed everyone and everything, and just kind of give it to me. It's mine, you know. I'm going to take all your power, your money, mm-hmm. etc., your work. Um, force and um, and then all of those people that have been doing it like in Congress etc they're being bullied by him right um, so that's kind of ironic it's like this is it we get to see it now they get to be pushed from the other side of people who have like put up with it and haven't said yeah. anything going now what like you still expect us to um, keep giving for nothing right and you know, my theory is even if they if we all land up, we all die, etc. Right? Like we have nothing, we're all in the streets, we all die. I mean, what are these people gonna do anyway? Yeah. They're gonna yeah. be they're gonna have to clean their own toilets. <laughs> they are. <laughs> they're not gonna enjoy that at all. Right. <laughs> and hopefully they have enough toilet paper. No, I'm kidding. Actually it's very interesting that it's the toilet paper thing. I've, I know, isn't it? Well, one of the things they talk about is toilet paper is about the root, right? It's mm-hmm. safety because it's your yeah. wipes your, your butt, right? That's your exposure, but it's also yeah. wood, right? So it's mm-hmm. the root of our need. So it makes total yeah. sense, right? That's our modern equivalent of how we represent what makes us feel safe. Isn't that amazing? It's kind of funny again, ironic funny. Well. Right. We're almost, um, we've probably got about 15 minutes or so left and we've got a couple of questions to quickly look at. So do we have anything else we want to say about this chart? I mean, basically, I think the overall message of this um, full moon is uh, we, not not me, (laughs) thinking of what the greater whole, the greater collective. Yeah. Right. And there's an expansion of, everything so it's not just mm-hmm. expansion of the good things it's the oh, expansion of the things the we things. we name as bad we actually don't know good good bad we don't know what mm-hmm. they are it's just um not getting caught up in naming things or blaming things we're really thinking about where do i want to be in this equation again the the kind of li- libra energy or what what's going to balance the scales for me what do i need to do and instead of going into the whining, moaning, I'm a victim energy, or um, somebody needs to save me, go into how do I take care of myself? What do I need to know? What do I need to do? Uh, what can I give 
to receive? Like, how do we exchange and barter and come to these agreements in a way that we still keep our self-respect and energy and mm -hmm. we recognize that in others? Um, and I've noticed a shift in it, which I actually love, even though part of me likes mocking and laughing at all these people <laughs> that are, um, you know, trying to play us. I do love the idea of people going. And I saw that the doctor... Um, oh, Fauci. Fauci, yes, very nice man. Uh, I saw what he had said um, that, you know, working with the president, etc. he's not there to make him wrong or embarrass him or to say I'm greater than you, that I have more knowledge. I'm just here to, my role and focus is to get the information to the people. And that's what I'm doing. And I yeah. think that's what we all need to do. We all need to step into our own role. Yeah. What do I need to do? And how can I get past whatever the obstacle is so I can do what I'm supposed to do instead of getting caught up in, uh, you know, pissing fights or whatever, right? He's still been sidelined, by the way. But <laughs> it doesn't matter because the thing is, his role, the, the, what he needed to do is yeah. been done, right? Yeah. So it doesn't matter whether he's being sidelined. And that's the thing we all have to realize for ourselves is even if mm -hmm. somebody pushes us out the way, it doesn't stop us from finding other avenues to yeah. express who we are. Very true. All right, the symbols. Let's look at that. You go first. All right. So my symbol is so Libra 19, which is the Sabian symbol, a gang of robbers in hiding. So the keynote is protest against disharmonic social privilege. Well, how appropriate is that? <laughs> <laughs> it is questionable whether the formulation of the symbol is adequate. One might think of Robin Hood and his band or early Bolsheviks in Russia robbing banks to finance the revolution. The protest against an unbalanced society with its rigid stratification into classes can be seen as a positive factor, even if it challenges the principle of order, for it reveals dynamic qualities in individuals and the will to transformation. In another sense, it is the dark shadow of the ideal non-possessiveness. The question is, how valid and effectual is this kind of protest? Perhaps the fact that any effective resistance to the momentum of crystallized institutions should be organized if it is to be effective. Individuals alone are impotent in producing actual changes in social consciousness. A group must be formed, and the key word, key word is group protest. Oh, I see a lot of that starting to happen. And if people um, end up kind of unable to pay their mortgages and rent and um, all that kind of thing, I think it's going to grow. <laughs> In so many ways, we can help each other. Like this mm. idea of... Um, coming together to demand certain things or mm -hmm. to, to um, put yeah, it out don't, there. Don't ask anymore, demand. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. I, 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 being a bit of an anarchist myself, I love the Robin Hood symbolism of that. And I'm also <laughs> from that area of the world. <laughs> That's, right. That's so cool. Yeah. But I think also just, I just wanted to put a little thing here in terms of the word demand that it isn't when we're demanding things, it's not from a place of ego, but it's from oh, no. No. what 
what needs to balance things. So from a place of neutrality, we can be very powerful, especially when we know who we are, when we're connected mm. to that energy. I'm um, speaking of it more in a collective sense again, kind of demanding, right. you know, that there's a more egalitarian society. Right. And, yeah. And as, as a group, we have buying power, right? We have mm -hmm. power to say, we will make sure we won't do this or we're not going to do this if you don't give us this mm -hmm. uh, it's about standing our ground for the things that we deserve like people who work in stores and stuff should not have to none of us should have to be in that place that we choose to be sick because we can't afford to go to hospital or mm -hmm. we choose to uh, be in the streets because there's no one who can help us or we go to work sick to spread it because we can't afford not to be in work i mean who you know, who, who can blame them you know really? yeah you can't blame them right yeah yeah okay so the chandra symbol um is young boys picking and eating cherries off a tree humoring the little self playing along with it encouraging it to do its worst humorously looking on from a great distance and letting everything go by the paradoxical strategy of giving the little one free reign and by not opposing their pulling through the dramas of the personal. Generous permission is granted for every current and subcurrent to have a field day, the more the merrier, but even in the midst of piling it on, the fun is going out of being a young four. For the one way to call the bluff of every errant impulse is to give it such a wild open territory that it runs its into itself everywhere and discovers stunningly that all games of hide and seek pale before the real thing of showing up in the world and really letting go into the power and the glory of the life impulse liberated and enjoyed as the free play of the divine with nothing to be ashamed of and no need to hide ever again. That really reminds me of that card of mine, the lust, <laughs> card, the lust for life. So I don't know. It, was very, it was kind of a very confusing one as I read it, but, um, but it, overall it is about throwing yourself into um, the life, really. Yeah. I think the point I get from that is that... Uh, when you just when you don't try to compress or press the impulse mm -hmm. then it doesn't go it doesn't get so wild like we don't have to do underhand things if we can mm -hmm. just do the things like children like if we feel like we want to eat all the cherries we want to eat then we don't feel like when we're being stopped like oh i really want to get to the cherry tree right and pick mm -hmm. the cherries it's like no you can have as many as you want oh you're sick oh you never want cherries again oh okay <laughs> Incidentally, when I was pregnant, I had uh, second time cherries were my uh, <laughs> my craving. I had pounds of cherries. <laughs> good, they are so good. They are. <laughs> oh, but so shall we look at these questions? To, uh, yep. Yeah. So, um, okay. Um, Mallory sent a number question she i'm not going to go into all the details but um she had repetitions of three and 13 the, the month and the number and um she lives in unit 13 and wrote their address three times three and 13 just kept coming up 
over and over again. Of course, I believe that repetitive numbers are meaningful and they actually had to postpone their wedding, uh, which was set for my wedding anniversary on the 321. So, um, so they've found it funny that that wasn't on the numbers, you know, that, uh, were recurring so jen you're more the number person three and 13 we've got the three already but <laughs> right. that's very interesting the three is as we talked about is about loving the self and being playful and creative and um, curious and open so very open to change to whatever's coming it's a, it's a number that sits on a rocker uh, so very much the individual expansion into self-expression um, feeling there's a lot of joy in that. And then in the 13, the 13 is the divine feminine number. It's the number of the, uh, their revolution or their rebirth, the um, life, death, and rebirth. So that energy is the 13 is always bringing, like Uranus, unexpected changes that force you into something new. So with that, I would imagine there's a lot of changes happening and to embrace it. I would imagine that the message is to embrace the changes mm -hmm. and not try to fight against it because you're moving into a new, a new foundation, a new system. So let yourself be with that breakup, you know, things coming in the way uh, and just uh, kind of love it. Love the journey you're on and allow the new to unfold i found it interesting that the wedding date was set for 321 which is 33 that's so interesting and they had to postpone that because of all the stuff that's going on of course so uh right but unexpected changes right yeah. they chose the three through expression or we don't know why right. they chose the three it could yeah. be numbers that are uh, um, have meaning to them or it sounded good um but the thing is with the 13 is you're always going to get the unexpected mm -hmm. thing that happens, that your plans go awry, that um, things are not what they seem because things are in flux. Yeah. So yeah, fascinating. Very. And we had another message, um, which is very deep, and I don't know if we're going to be able to cover it all. So um, we've, she said, we've, this is Deborah, and she said, we've spoken of the planetary alignments of January 2020 that haven't been in place for hundreds, if not thousands of years. I don't think anyone could have anticipated this pandemic, but could you please recap the other times this has happened and how the world was affected? That would mean, and we, I didn't, well, because of everything that's going on, I have not had time to go back through the dates again, I'm afraid. I am in a panel for EA Zoom meetings. That's Evolutionary Astrology Zoom meetings. Um, there's a Facebook group for them and a YouTube channel, and it'll be live streaming a free panel on Thursday at 4.30 p.m. Pacific, um, Thursday of this week. So what date are we on today? I can't even remember the date I'm on today. <laughs> So it will be on the 26th they, um, and it will be recorded. So if you don't listen to this and you want to go and see it, we'll be talking a lot about the planetary alignments of this pandemic. But I do want to say that I both myself and um, leading astrologer Stephen Forrest and um, a few other astrologers have linked um, Eris to the explosion of it, the Pluto Eris square. Um, 
the last time the square between those two was um, exact in those signs was, I think, I, I can't remember the exact date, but it was something like 3600 BC. <laughs> and I don't know if there was a pandemic then. History's a little bit foggy back then. Right. Um, so it's very rare. We're, we're also moving into a new um, astrological age. This is unprecedented times, to be honest. So um, whilst I do believe in looking back at the planetary cycles, I think the things that are happening now, I mean, Eris was only discovered in 2005. Pluto was only discovered in 1930, I think, you know, all these planetary alignments that are happening now, we didn't even know about these energies. And the energies of planets do tend to um, show up in, um, in our consciousness in the world after discovery there's many examples of how newly discovered newly discovered to us planets uh, show up in in the collective consciousness after discovery um she also wanted to was theorizing this emergency action taken by congress could signal a new era of socialized democracy and i think we've kind of covered that one already right Actually, I don't know if you meant to say that Pluto was discovered in 1934. That was Uranus, wasn't it? Am I mistaken? I think maybe I got the date wrong. Let me uh, look oh, it up. It was discovered much earlier. But anyway, I don't know. You can check it. I just wanted to, you know, it could have just been a slip of the tongue. Um, 1930. Oh, 1930. Thought so, I was right. <laughs> February the 18th, 1930. There you go. Uh, that's what I was saying. <laughs> All right. I thought it was earlier, but... Um, and of course, Uranus was also discovered. Seventeen eighty-one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, we're looking at planets and planetary impacts that are different. However, I do. Um, there is a couple of things that come to mind in terms of that, and that's the uh, Spanish uh, flu in eighteen, <clears throat> which had a huge impact, um, and. Um, you really killed millions and there have been quite a few of these different bubonic plagues etc uh, and there are a couple that do line up with this change of course this planetary change we're talking about is something that doesn't happen very often once every 2600 year mm. 26,000 years sorry 26,000 years and then 2600 is two different numbers but once every um, 26,000 years and then this other one. So it's not something that would happen all the time, but there are different aspects of this that um, have happened, right? Mm. Because we know, like regardless, I don't even have to look back in history to just like from my mind, what I remember, and I'm sure everyone remembers certain things in history, is that whenever you have things like disease, it changes the... Um, the makeup of the world mm -hmm. right like we even in our lifetime we've had all these diseases when they talk about it i've even forgotten like oh we had aids we had ebola yeah we've had different things and that has impacted us avian uh, flu swine flu <laughs> and, and, and there are and there are astrological links right from, from this pandemic to to those but this one has factors that are unprecedented I would right so this is the thing we're looking at something that not only is it a very rare for various reasons and you know because we're in this changing age but also because we have things we didn't have and things are different so 
I think it's easier when you go back and you look now and go, this happened, we can go back and research. But before it happens, it's kind of hard to uh, um, figure it out, shall we say. Even though there are people that have predicted this stuff. Uh, many, many people have predicted there would be um, a, some kind of virus coming through. Mm -hmm. So, but we don't know what it's like. Thing is, everything in theory is theory, right? Yeah. Like we can go back into history and go, oh, this happened, look this, and we can see the chain reaction. But, but we don't know where it's going to hit. We don't know how fast right. it's going to spread. We don't know how many people are going to be affected. Right. <laughs> and at the time when it was happening, they didn't know either. So the point yeah. is we're meant to understand that when you're in the unknown, that you trust the unknown path instead of mm -hmm. trying to um, make it everything certain, instead of trying to control mm -hmm. what happens, just trust that you're in the right place and trust what you need to know, right? You'll receive all the information you need to know. Uh, and this is about building trust. Like yeah. everything we have looked at is disappearing before our eyes. So and when how do we learn say, let's get, I can't wait to get back to normal, I don't, right. I think our normal is going to be different. We're going to have right. a new normal, and uh, we have to just right. Trust. I mean, we talk, right. <laughs> Didn't we talk about it at the when the twelfth, the January twelfth, when we said mm -hmm. that nothing would be the same? And I think I remember yep. you saying we're going to look back at this date and go before and after. <laughs> right. and yeah, that's exactly. So to forget about trying to put this in a box and just be yeah. in the moment and understand that what actually will happen depends on us because we are creating this future so if we're sitting in fear we're creating a fear-based mm -hmm. energy for it if we're sitting about thinking i'm open and trusting and learning to be connected i'm meditating i'm creating whatever i'm doing i'm talking to people about my feelings um, then we are getting prepared to create something new. And that's, we have been given what, this is the reason why so many of us came here. We chose to come here as souls so that we could be part of this great awakening. 2020, the number 20 is about awakening, right? And so this what Pluto, will wake us up? And this Pluto Aries square, you know, I know I keep talking about it, but it's happening five times. And like I said, this square had not happened in these signs since 3600 BC. And they don't meet very often because Eris is really slow and Pluto's slow. And and this uh we've got four more exacts, June the 14th, December the 10th, August 27th next year, and October the 8th next year. I think we're and she represents chaos and discord, um, Eris. And I think we're gonna be in chaos and discord until after that, and things will start to settle down then. But how? I do not know. Yeah, we've got a couple of years. <laughs> Sorry, Uranus is still. Oh um, yeah, Uranus too. The next couple of years, we've just got to hold on to our hats and, and make choices based on what we want going forward. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of disruption. Pluto is totally about death, dismemberment. Yeah, right. So this is a time of death, of dying, and mm -hmm. the only way we can survive in death and dying is to go inward and to mm -hmm. come to build the strength within us so we can deal with things that happen, right? We've got to be on the ground. We've got to be present so we can deal with what's happening and not try to contain it from the past. Uh, yeah, and base, and base what, how you're going to get through this on what the old rules were because it's all changing. So. <laughs> I know it's unsettling. Believe me, you know, it's unsettling for all of us, but part of me is just like, you know. Right. 
can't control it so I can only control my little how I respond to it react to it right how can you develop trust and love and compassion and all these things for work with the the tools you have if you're with people that irritate you when you with situations that terrify you how do you work with that to build trust and expand your heart and live through your heart like keep bringing it into your heart and living from that space because we're in it now you know theory is great but i can say like we talked about all of this stuff in theory and i had no idea it was going to be like this for me personally or anyone else in practice I didn't know I wouldn't be able to come within six feet of anybody but my husband because <laughs> because we uh, chose to travel right. to Spain just as it start before it started kicking off and uh, right. we have to and that's it that's okay because exactly. I'm yeah <laughs> for longer than three weeks right yeah yeah so at least until a certain uh, retrogrades yeah back into Capricorn probably. Which is the beginning of July sixteenth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But in uh, but in good news, I'm having a a virtual well, not virtual, a bit of a date with my daughters later, and they're going to be on our driveway, and we're going to sit at the porch on the steps, and we're going to talk at each other from a distance. <laughs> you have to make the most of it, you know. Well, exactly. I've seen some of my neighbours. It's been kind of fun when I walked yeah. around. Everyone's so friendly. Yeah, uh, they were keeping a distance, and I've seen some of my neighbors having like wine parties, and they like they're all far away from each other, you know. They're but they're going cheers from a distance. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah. there's ways of dealing with this. So, all right. So, Jen, do you want to tell everybody how to find you? Sure. Um, so you can find me at my website, jenduchen.com. That's D-U-C-H-E-N-E jenduchen.com um you can find me pretty much um all over sort of uh (laughs) facebook i have a group on facebook called we belong here you can join Uh, i have a facebook page um i also have a youtube channel where i share stuff uh, readings from the cards and other stuff Uh, and i do as i mentioned classes readings etc you can find it on my website or hook up with me through social media and i'm louise eddington my website is still louise eddington.com l-o-u-i-s-e-e-d-i-n-g-t-o-n.com i will be changing that to um cosmic owl astrology because that is now my business name my youtube channel is cosmic owl astrology and i'm love to have more subscribers i'm uh, doing a lot more video um instagram cosmic owl astrology Facebook, Cosmic Owl Astrology. I do have a Facebook group that's Planetary Magic Cafe. That name might change too, to the Cosmic Owl Cafe <laughs> because I'm loving that name. Uh, but if you search Louise Eddington or Cosmic Owl Astrology, then you will find me. Um, a reminder that my books are for sale or please, please, please leave me reviews. Um, and also I'll be uh, launching um, signups for my next Venus retrograde class pretty soon. So watch for that. That's a life-changing class. Venus retrograde is very connected to us as a human because um, it's the next, it's the higher incarnation of Earth, the, the planet Venus. 
so it's very um human <laughs> and her journey into the underworld for seven weeks is quite magical um but otherwise don't forget we take questions weirdly magical podcast at gmail.com and we have a patreon patreon.com forward slash weirdly magical or leave us reviews subscribe to our weirdly weirdly magical um podcast youtube channel just uh, all those things help help us um to get more visible and um and get our message out further so so for now it's goodbye from lou and goodbye from jen <laughs>